Welcome back to the God's Vibes podcast. Hello. Hello. So glad you're here. I just want to take a second to honor you and to just share from the bottom of my heart how grateful that I am for you being here, for your listenership. I My prayer is that every episode is anointed, it is relevant, it is timely, it is practical, it is an answered prayer, it is just what you need to hear when you need to hear it. And I hope that it's been doing that for you episode after episode, but it is such an honor to have you here. And I'm so, so grateful. And I also want to encourage you, if you've not done this, to really be able to bring all of the good things that did happen this year into your heart, do a year in review with God. Like literally sit down, grab a notebook, and you can make a list. So for the folks of you that don't like journaling, I hear you, but you can sit down, grab a journal, write at the top a year in review with God, and then make a list of all of the things that you dared to do, the ways that you stepped out, the ways God showed all the way up and blew your mind, how your courage grew, how you renewed your mind, how you walked away from a relationship, how you walked away from something that was destructive in your life, how you launched out into something you never would have ever dreamed that you could do. And God was there with you all the way through. I think sometimes we get so focused on what's next and what's not working and right we get caught up in this distracted thinking and the the enemy loves it that's the devil's playground truly a distracted mind is a devil's playground <laughs> a wandering mind for sure but a distracted one all the way but when you give yourself this time it is so so beautiful what you will actually see because the way we're living now it's almost like we're living like 3 years in one <laughs> We're in divine acceleration and it seems like so much is happening all the time and it's going to take more discipline and focus on our part to make sure that we're really absorbing and celebrating and releasing gratitude and appreciation for what is happening, how God is showing up, how we are evolving. Such a gift. So thank you for being here. Merry Christmas to you. I just release blessing over you and your families during this holiday season And I'm just so grateful. So, so grateful. So thank you, thank you, thank you. If you want to leave a review, sometimes you guys send me messages personally, and I love receiving those. Keep on doing it. If you have testimonies, feel free to email us. I love it. I love it. Prayer requests, I'm happy to cover those as well. But if you are led to, you can also, which really, really serves us, you can rate the podcast five stars on Apple Podcasts, and there's an option to leave a review there. That is the best way, one, to know we're here if you're not plugged into Courage Co. or connected with us in other means. That's how we know you're here. And that also helps the podcast get into other hearts and into other homes, which, as you can imagine, is so, so important, right? When you need a word in season and this lands in your life, blessing. So you can be a blessing by sharing this podcast, leaving a review. But when you do, don't stop there. Go to julianapage.com slash podcast and put in your information and then I'll send you the God's Vibes Matter 30-day devotional. All right? So thank you, thank you, thank you. Such an honor. I don't take it lightly. You could be listening to anybody. (laughs) You could be investing your time in so many other things and The fact that you want to be here, that this content is really serving you or that you trust me to offer that to you, that is not lost on me. And I'm so, so grateful. So thank you so much. Happy holidays to all of you. 
And something that I really wanted to offer, we're going to be doing some, I announced this a while back, I want to say in September, but we're going to do it, uh, we're going to be doing a whole lot more of this next year. We're going to be coaching on the podcast. So if you really just need a breakthrough coaching session, if you have felt you know, stuck and you just need to like hop on a call with a coach and get that breakthrough, get some prayer, work through it. There is an option. It's get coached on God's vibes, right? So there's a link in the show notes that you can complete. We do already have my schedule blocked out. I think the earliest you can start booking is February. But if you want to start um, booking sessions, you can do that. The session is a free 20 minute session. It'll be on the podcast, but we will keep it anonymous. If you want to share your first name, you can, but we'll keep it anonymous. And it's more so about getting the coaching that you need for free. So that's fun. And then also that will help you if you do desire to have further coaching, it'll give you a discounted coaching rate as well to work together one-on-one. So there's lots of benefits in getting coached on God's vibes, but it is also the power of coaching and what that can be like in your life. So we're going to be doing a lot of coaching on the podcast and we're open to hearing what you want to hear. So if you have things that you're walking through that you want context on, feel free to email the team info at julianapage.com with topic ideas. You can also fill out a form on the website julianapage.com under the contact page and put that request in there, whether it's a prayer request, a praise reports, or just something that you want to hear in the podcast. We are all ears. We want to make sure that we're able to serve you and serve you well at that. Okay. So just wanted to let you know that you can do that. If you want to book coaching as early as February, you can reserve your spot now for that. Those are available until booked. So go ahead and jump on that now. If you want to get coached on the podcast, again, this is anonymous just for privacy reasons, but you are welcome to do that. And then if you have topics that you want to hear on the podcast, feel free to send us a note. You can go to julianapage.com slash contact and fill out the information there. And this just applies in general. If you want to share a prayer request, praise report, testimony, we'd love to see it. And we definitely will cover what we receive. All right. So with that, something that I was really sensing from doing prayer calls, we do prayer calls every other Wednesday morning. We just had our last one for the year this past Wednesday. So if you want to go back and re-listen, you can join us in the free Courage Co. community, www.courageco.org. And we have a section in there in the main dashboard called bi-monthly prayer calls. And they're all recorded. All of the notes are there. So you can go back and listen and really just get built up. And they've turned into prophetic encouragement. But what I've noticed and what God has been giving me recently for these prayer calls that we've had is that a lot of folks, myself included, have been walking through a lot of hard things. (laughs) Hard things. You know, it's like it's the best of times, the worst of times, all at the same time. Kind of like that. I know that's a bit dramatic, but it is kind of like that, right? Like you could be in a season where, you know, you're celebrating big wins, but somebody you love dearly is has lost a loved one right? And like, how do you walk that out? That's really, really hard. Or you could be really, really struggling, but you have and feel that there's other people around you that are struggling more. So who are you to struggle, right? There could be people that are being deceptive and lie and cheat and even steal from you and create a case for why that's okay. And you could feel so angry and violated 
And then you really want to lean into God to do this his way, resolve it his way. But what does that look like? Do you just really leave it in his hands or do you address it? What do you do? You know, there could be distractions that come up, different car car trouble. You know, somebody bumps into your car. There's a maintenance that you didn't expect that is due. There's things like that that come up when you thought that you were moving and grooving, when you thought that you were cooking with grease, when you thought <laughs> you were getting traction and you finally heard God say something and you were on to a new thing, right? Then all this stuff whoo, just comes up. And you're like, did I hear you? What is happening? Right? I feel like people are getting sick, right? There's so much of that going on. So I wanted to address that and also support you through that today. Does that sound good? So here's the first thing that I really want to emphasize. I think we forget how important this is, but remaining in God requires time and patience, maturity, and grace. We as humans drift. That's what we do. That's why we need so many shifts. You know, people talk about mindset shifts, heart shifts, <laughs> emotional shifts. We know we need personally so much shifting because we have and experience so much drifting, okay? So what we need to learn how to do and discipline ourselves to do is to remain in Christ, Remain in me and I in you. Apart from me, you are nothing and can do no good thing, right? I am the vine. You are the branches. It's almost like we know it common sense wise, but then we don't actually do it, okay? Remaining, what it speaks of is consistency in a world of inconsistencies. And in a time when the enemy wants us to drift, he wants us to be distracted, right? Be one who understands the power of remaining and delighting in God. And I don't know if you're anything like me, but I didn't have a life of remaining and delighting in God. And then I wasn't somebody that used delight in my vocabulary. <laughs> so I was like, what does it mean to even delight in God? How does one do that? Like, I, I'm a practical, practical girl at heart. Like, I need, tell me how. <laughs> And God's like, how's my job? I'm like, what do you mean? I need to know how. But sometimes we don't need everything changing. We just need to commit to remaining. Okay, we get so caught up on what it's supposed to like look like, what it should have been by now, all of that. And sometimes we don't need any of that. And that's the lesson. What we need to do is remain, commit to remaining, remaining in him, remaining in God, abiding, right? Means letting go of what can cause you to chase other things. Whew, listen, let go of what can cause you to chase other things. It's saying my ways are not going to come before his way. My ways are not going to come before his way. So let me just say this again for you. Sometimes we don't need everything changing. We just need to commit to remaining, right? I think about, are you tired, worn out, burnout on religion, right? Come to me and I'll show you what it means to take a real rest. And this is a soul rest where your mind isn't constantly firing, <laughs> where your emotions aren't up and down, up and down, and your moody is all get out, where your heart isn't so just heavy and oppressed and stressed and depressed and burdened, right? Remaining in God means letting go of what can cause you to chase other things. It's saying my ways are not going to come before his way. So 
I've had a few coaching calls recently where there was a consistent theme. And I find that that is interesting. It's almost like the corporate challenge is revealed through coaching, through, you know, across the board of multiple coaching calls, which is really interesting. But something that keeps happening is I don't think I have what I need, so I have to go get more things. But really what that can be is a lie, and a distraction. And so how you get to the bottom of that, for example, before you go investing in things that maybe you have no business investing in, that it's not time for, that could end up being a burden rather than a blessing, right? What you do and can I can encourage you to do here is to look at what is driving you. What is the motive behind that? Are you are you moving in fear and desperation? Because desperation doesn't lead to blessings, right? Desperate decisions don't lead to blessings. They lead to regrets, right? Think about it. When you were desperate and you moved into a a relationship and you weren't healed yet, that didn't go well. (laughs) When you were desperate and you made that big investment out of fear, right? That didn't turn out like what you had in mind, right? When you were desperate and you made that impulsive decision, and dealt with the consequences of it, that didn't have to go that way. Desperate decisions don't lead to blessings, they lead to regrets, okay? So what you can do when you're in a place where you like feel like you've just got to change something, you got to invest in something, you got to go, like if you don't, like, you know, you get in this spiral. To me, the urgency and the pressure is already a hard no with discernment, right? To me and my soul and how I'm set up, that ain't the pace of grace. That ain't God, right? There's no peace on that. That is not God. I'm not going to move. Not going to move. Well, what about FOMO? What if, you know, you miss the opportunity? No. FOMO is not a kingdom principle. What is mine is mine. And what is for me will come to me through obedience, okay? And faithfulness. And that's really what I got to hone in on right now. So what you can do What I offer here and encourage you to look at is what is driving you? Is it fear? Is it desperation? Is it this pressure? And if it is, where's that coming from? And is that what you want to build with? Because unless the Lord builds the house, it won't stand. And how many times do you want to learn that lesson? So get honest about what's driving you. I want to build in faith personally. I want to move in peace. I want to move in this divine heavenly assurance that this is the path walk in it. Okay, I don't want to move in my way and my my strength. I've seen that so many times. Done. (laughs) Done with that journey, right? So really investigate what the motive of your heart is, what is driving you. Then decide what is it really that you need? What is it that you need and that you have need of? Sometimes we're like, well, I need this or I need that or I need this. But it's like, is that really what you need? If I were to bottom line it, for example, when it comes down to what I think I need, I'm not even there yet. (laughs) I have to keep asking, okay, well, why do you think you need that? Is that really what you need? Is there something that you need more? Like I keep going until I get to the bottom of it. And then really what I need is to trust God usually or to steward well what's in my hand, right? Or take action and own what I do and just get, get consistent in that. Like own who I am, own what I have to offer and get consistent with showing up with those things in the world, It's not so much adding more to my plate that I don't even have capacity for, and then I'm not going to be able to show up and give my all to. That doesn't make sense. That, to me, sounds like a bad investment that could lead to bad debt, (laughs) right? So I look at it like, what do you really need? 
you know, I need to calm down. I need to settle down in my spirit. I need to get clear from God on what, right, is this season about? What is it that he wants me to focus on? What is God building right now? And how can I partner with God in that, right? How can I really partner with him to steward well what he's given me? And then lastly, is it a now thing? Because just because it's coming up and is inspiring to you doesn't mean that it's a today thing that you invest in, but it's, hey, that's coming. Start getting prepared for that investment. It is going to be big. It is going to be a stretch. But here's the things that you do to be ready for that thing. So that's really important as well. Okay, so I know that there's been some things that I've had on my heart to do, and it wouldn't be until three years later until I actually started really stepping into them. But in the meantime, I was getting skills. I was getting training. I was getting prepared I was getting all of the clarity around what that would be and why it would be that way and how to do it and how not to do it. Like all of that was coming, even though it wasn't out in the world yet. Okay, so those are some things you can do when you you feel led to make impulsive decisions. Okay, investigate what's driving you. Get to the bottom of what it is that you really need and discern, is this with wisdom and with the spirit of God? Is this a now thing or is this something to shelf for later? Okay, and God will give you a sense of timing, all right? When the time is right, I, the Lord, shall make it happen. So if you keep hitting, like there are times where we are designed to keep trusting, right? And keep walking things out with God. But there's also times that we're like, this is clearly not the time to pursue this thing because of the season that I'm in, because of the capacity that I have, because what God is working with me on. I desire that, just not right now, right? And then there's other times where it is a now thing, And you'll have the energy and the strength and the strategy and the wisdom and the grace to show up and to pursue and to keep pressing in when it feels hard. Like these are the times where it stands still and see the salvation of the Lord. Don't wander, don't waver, like keep going after that thing. There's times for that too. But again, where does this come from? Remaining. (laughs) It comes from remaining in connection to God, okay? Now I'll tell you, because I know this is a time where folks are making a lot of investments, I will tell you that it will be uncomfortable, right? Anytime you are stretching into a new investment, into a new journey, into a new you know, level of who God formed, shaped, and anointed you to be that you're activating, right? This hidden treasure in an earthen vessel. As you're stepping into that, it's going to feel crazy, crazy. It's going to be uncomfortable, right? But there's going to be this peace and it's going to be even deeper that than that, there's going to be this deep conviction in your heart that while this is uncomfortable, while this is a stretch, while you don't really have the validation that everything's going to go according to plan, you know, you know, without a shadow of a doubt that this is God and that he's prepared you for this and that this is his decision. And how he brought it to you just makes total sense. Like he just lined it all up. It's like you prayed this thing, you asked for this thing. Here comes this, you know, this person, this program. They're saying all the things that you need to hear. Like, it's just God being like, yes, you're ready. And here's your, you know, when the student is ready, here's the teacher. The teacher appears. So there's things like that that just happen. But there's peace about that. You're not wavering. You're not doubting. You know that even though it is a stretch, God is with you in that stretch. So really pay attention to peace, right? I move when I have peace. I do not move when I don't have peace, right? And I stretch just because God said, not because it feels good. The stretching should be obedience, not doubt or fear, okay? Hopefully that helps. So what I thought I might offer here is a little bit of a discussion on 
how you can believe that good things are ahead, okay? This freedom from fear of the future. I am somebody that used to, and I know a lot of you use this phrase now, I call it future trip. (laughs) I would constantly like have so much, it's really anxiety about the future. Like all the things that were gonna go wrong, all the things I had to prepare for to make sure that those things didn't go wrong, all the ways that I wasn't ready, so I had to figure out how to get ready all the way, right? My brain was always going. And I lived in this constant anxiety, right? That's probably why, even to this day, I'm still an energetic person because I was trained (laughs) to deal with a lot of things. So you can, though. Here's the thing. It says she laughs without fear of the future because she's confident that the Lord will take care of her. In Psalms, it talks about that, right? I remember coming across this scripture, somebody actually gave me a wooden cross that I kept in my bathroom at the time. And I would just stare at this thing and laugh at it because I'm like, I don't see how that would ever be possible. I can't laugh without fear of the future. Like I'm out here by myself trying to figure out life and I'm wildly unprepared for this given my turbulent journey and lack of covering and all of that. I just feel totally lost I have no idea how I would ever get to a place where I could just laugh without fear of the future. God's got me. Like, what? So I would laugh at that as I was brushing my teeth every day. But it is possible. So we're going to talk about that and really just go deep into this trust issue. Okay? So it says in Jeremiah 29, 11, you know this scripture. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future. So we access this and refer to this verse a lot. But we truly would all like to know what the future has in store for us. We may have a sense about, you know, maybe our what our career will be, but God leaves out many of the details and simply tells us that his plan is good and not for evil. And we're like, cool, but can you hook me up with the next step? Or like, maybe show me your five-year plan? Like, that'd be great. Like, help me help you, God, right? Like, we want to know. He has in store for us a future that is filled with hope, right? That's what he tells us. It's good. It's full of hope, right? I've designed it perfectly for you. But fear of the future is one of the most frequent fears that people have. And it's based on a fear of the unknown, uncertainty, right? And we definitely want to know everything that will happen before it happens. Like we want to know if you are an entrepreneur, you want to know all the opportunity costs. You want to know the consequences of the risk that you're taking before you take them, that's not how it works. (laughs) Like we want to do that. There's some people who's that's their job, like, you know, risk analysis and all of that. Right. But I'm like, but that's not faith. And that's not how God works. Anyway. So we, we really want to know. And the oldest and strongest fear is the fear of the unknown. We do not like unsolicited change. It does not feel good. It will never feel good. And what we want is a nice little plan for our lives with a chance to pre approve the details but we're never going to have that. Wanting something no one has ever had and no one will ever have is a big waste of time and specifically emotional energy. I don't know about you, but I'm a person that when you have been invested, energetically speaking, in so much, right? Like if you've overcome people-pleasing, codependency, toxic relationships, um, you know, soul ties of different kinds, things like that, where it's required so much of you emotionally. And you finally get to a place where you have healing, wholeness, freedom, emotionally, and peace on the inside. Woo! That is expensive. And you're just not willing to dish that out. You're not willing to let just anything disrupt your peace or get invested in things that are going to take you on a roller coaster 
that takes you a long time to get out of, right? Just this whirlwind of mess, right? So emotional energy is a really big deal. Emotional energy is what you have to create with, okay? It's your mental capacity. It's your emotional capacity. It's what's going on in your heart, right? It's literally this fuel for your future, if you want to look at it that way, right? And you need your emotions guided by the spirit of God, right? So that you can move in wisdom. But that's a really big deal. I think we underestimate all that is going on on the inside of us. And we just think about what we can physically do. But no, like, right, they'll tell you work smarter, not harder. If you can actually access more of your brain capacity, because it's not caught up in so much drama and chaos, right? You probably are going to get some pretty clear strategies or could receive more wisdom. And then if you're healthy, you actually have the ability to implement that wisdom and apply it in your life. So it's a really big deal. Think about it, right? Like when you are really wanting to make a change in your life, you have to conserve and protect your emotional energy. And so when we're worrying all the time, we are burning our emotional energy. God simply says your future will be good. Trust me. (laughs) And we're like, what? Really? That's it, right? Trusting God is one of the Bible's primary themes, okay? You've probably noticed this. The words faith, believe, and trust are seen over and over and over as you read your word. And these are ways we receive from God, and they help us develop a solid relationship with God that is not shaken even during the most difficult circumstances. They elevate worry, and that, of course, includes worry about the future, Okay, so as a matter of fact, trusting God is what allows us to enjoy life. It's trust that allows us to settle in our spirit and be in the now. Without it, we find absolutely no rest for our souls. We're living in this future tripping, this constant anxiety and restlessness. Okay, it's not a fun time. We don't even know for sure what will happen in the next five minutes, if we're honest, let alone a year or more from now. Looking back on this year, I mean, I'm, I lived in some things that were impossible to me. I walked out some impossible dreams. I'm like, what is, what is this, right? I walked through some of the hardest things I ever thought that I would face, and I'm still here, right? And that, that blows my mind, but it's God, <laughs> right? I can't take credit for that. I'm like, that would have completely destroyed me. And somehow, some way, you kept me going, and a lot of people had no idea what was going on right? That's God though. And I'm sure that you could say the same thing. God encourages us to trust him one day at a time. I always say this one day at a time, one step at a time, one moment at a time, because it's true. Even if you got that thing that you desire, you still have to take it a day at a time, a step at a time, and a moment at a time. And it's easy to talk about trusting God, but doing so is often way more difficult. And some people had great parents, right, who always provided for them and kept them safe. But many of us did not have that childhood or that foundation of being able to trust. What we developed and cultivated was fear, was doubt, was insecurity, was anxiety, right, was questioning, was stress, was overwhelm. And most of our lives, we've had to take care of ourselves. We had to be independent, self-sufficient, self-made, all of that. And those who had great parents eventually have to learn to take care of themselves too. And it's never easy to let go of something we have come to depend on, okay? Learning to cast our care on God is possibly one of the most difficult things for us to do. But it is the doorway to the good life that God intends for us. And with the, without the ability 
to cast our care. We are always worried about one thing or another. And we are anxious about things and how they're going to turn out for us. So think about entering into a relationship with God. After we get into a relationship with God, we begin to learn that he wants us to trust him and to lean on and rely on him for absolutely everything. And we're like, cool, but I'm trained to do things my way (laughs) and lean on myself. So how does one do this, right? And this does not mean that we do nothing while God does everything for us, but it does mean that we trust God more than we trust ourselves or anybody else. So we have the privilege of trusting God for protection, for provision, for strength, for wisdom, and certainly with that also our future. So you can relax because no matter what your future holds, God knows all about it. He's already out ahead of you and he will go before you and plan your every step. Even if you make a misstep, he knows exactly how to course correct you. Deuteronomy 31.8 says, The Lord himself goes before you and will be with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. So if you were taking your children on a hike in the mountains and you were in territory that required a great deal of caution in order to ensure safety, you would go ahead of your children to make sure the path was safe. That makes sense, right? We are God's children and he does that for us. So how would you react if someone said, I need to talk with you about something? (laughs) So I'd like to set a meeting with you over the phone or set up an appointment in person next week. Would you look forward to the conversation with enthusiasm, expecting the person wanting to talk about something good? Or would you be worried that they're upset with you? Where does your brain go? What if your boss left you a message on Monday saying you wanted to meet with you on Friday at 4 p.m.? (laughs) Would your thoughts be filled with faith or fear? Would you be frightened that you were going to be like, go? Or would you think, maybe I'm going to be promoted and get a pay raise? Human nature usually pushes us towards the negative. Have you noticed? Unless we reject it and choose to be positive. Look at it like this. You can catch the flu, but you have to choose good health. Satan hurls negative attitudes at us all the time, and we can catch them if we're not careful and watchful, but we can also choose positive thoughts. So in the case of the Friday afternoon meeting, the thoughts you choose would determine what kind of week you would have while waiting to find out what the boss would actually say. And this is easier for some people with some temperament styles than for others, right? If you're a patient and easygoing person, You might not have worries like that. (laughs) Waiting a week to know what someone wants to talk about might not bother you at all, right? You wouldn't even think about it until it's time to talk, right? Other people need lots of help from Holy Spirit on this, right? Maybe you'd be miserable wondering and trying to reason it out in your mind and trying to figure out what people are going to say, right? Think about just before knowing God, right? Wondering and reasoning, for me personally, those are my only options. But once God came into my life and offered me trust right? He offered me this option to trust in him as another option to what I'd been choosing. I started learning how to do that. And I'm still learning, will always be learning, right? But I have come a massive, massive way, right? And people so definitely want to know about their futures. They want to know what they hold. And they spend a lot of money talking with psychics even who claim to be able to predict what will happen. It's crazy. According to IBISworld.com, there are about 94,000 businesses that offer these services and they bring in a whooping estimated $2 billion a year. Psychics, when you've got a direct connect to God. Insane. 
And it's interesting, right? Think about people giving you that kind of money for telling them their future. What? It's the same message for everyone. Believe in God and your future will be good. That might be challenging at times, but life with God is still the best option available. And it said when people are willing to spend so much money to talk with someone who claims to be able to predict the future when we can talk with God for free, right? Like, think about that. Why would you pay? There's a whole industry that's getting $2 billion, right? People are willing to spend all of that money just to get details about the future when you could talk with God for free. God actually, in the Bible, forbids the seeking of mediums or witches or any type of fortune telling. He's actually offended when we turn to these means to find out about our future because no one knows the future except him, even if someone tells you it. Leviticus 19.31 says, Do not turn to mediums or seek out spiritists, for you will be defiled by them. I am the Lord your God. We can meet with God every day. It says in Deuteronomy 18.10, Let no one be found among you who sacrifices their son or daughter in the fire, who practices divination or sorcery, interprets omens, engages in witchcraft, or casts spells, or who is a medium or a spiritist, or who consults the dead. Anyone who does these things is detestable to the Lord. Because of these same detestable practices, the Lord your God will drive out those nations before you. You must be blameless before the Lord your God. The nations you will dispossess. Listen to those who practice sorcery or divination. But as for you, the Lord your God has not permitted you to do so. So seeking these services of fortune tellers or psychics is not, sometimes is because you're you're not aware, you don't realize it, right? So there's a girl who wouldn't make an appointment to get her hair cut without consulting the stars to see which time of the month would be favorable for her to get a haircut. Right? This is like people that open their computer, look for their horoscope for the day, and let that determine the type of day that they're going to have. What is that? (laughs) Right? So this girl began talking quite frequently about her astrology charts, her zodiac signs, and it was intriguing, right? Like it's really, the reasoning is interesting. So if we're not fully committed to God, even then you can sense that something is missing, right? The devil is always waiting for an opportunity to try to satisfy that hunger with something that would poison our life, okay, such as astrology. Thankfully, right, before he can get a chance to, you know, use people to pull us into something, he can touch our life and bring us into deeper relationship with him. But often we can seek out these avenues and really get swept up in a whole lot that we don't know that we're getting swept up into. So the Bible does say that there will be signs in the sun, the moon, and stars prior to Jesus' second coming in Luke 21, 25. The stars are beautiful, and they certainly have a function in God's creation, but we are not to look to them for advice or knowledge about the future. People who are into astrology may ask you what your sign is, right? What sign you've been born under? And my question to that is, the cross. That's my answer to that question. The cross. That's a good time to tell someone that you get your advice from God and they can do that too. (laughs) So some people might not like that answer, right? But that's how I answer that. Like instead of like, what's your astrology sign, right? It's the cross. That's my sign. (laughs) It can open a great conversation. Yes, people will go to great lengths to try to find out what the future holds, but it's probably good that God hides it from us because here's the thing. If we knew everything that was going to happen throughout our lives, I think life might be boring, number one, right? And we probably also wouldn't show up if we knew half the stuff that we were going to walk through. 
It seems, too, that God loves a good mystery, and most of us do, too, actually. We just do, right? Our attention spans are very short. (laughs) So think about it from that point of view. God loves a good mystery, and we don't have to search for one because our future is the biggest mystery of all. It unfolds daily and holds many surprises. Yes, there will be disappointing and painful situations, but if we trust God, he will take those things and mix them with all the good things, causing them to work out for one big combined blessing in our lives. Right? Really, really think about that. God can heal a wounded soul. He can allow us to make peace with our past. He can redeem time. He can restore years of things that have hurt us. Healing is our portion, right? Like living in trauma for years is not our portion. And it actually makes the soul sick. So I know personally from experience, right, that in the midst of our suffering, we have to be believe we have to believe that something good is going to happen and when we do we decide to do that it opens the door for God to step in with his amazing power but it's not until we invite him in that he actually steps in so God worked with me personally for a very long time and he taught me how to be comfortable with not knowing what's going to happen when it's going to happen. The Apostle Paul said it this way, 1 Corinthians 2.2, 2, For I resolved to know nothing while I was with you except Christ and him crucified. I'm like, fair. Okay. All right. All right, Apostle Paul, I got you. So did Paul perhaps have a problem with wanting to know things God wasn't telling him yet? If so, I can totally relate to him. Because Paul was a very intelligent and well-educated man. So it's not too much of a stretch to surmise here that he might have been a thinker. <laughs> He might have been somebody who was caught up in a lot of logic and reasoning, right? And those who have, those of us who are thinkers can easily spend too much time thinking about things we should simply just trust God to take care of or guide us to take care of with him, right? So it's really important to think about how we address the fear of the unknown, okay? We have to depend on God, and we do this by continuing to talk with him, reading his word, and staying in step with him, and remaining calm in situations versus reacting to them. So we don't need to know the future as long as we know the one who does know it. And people experience different fears based on their particular life situations, You know, a single person deals with fears that a married person doesn't. A parent feels fears that someone without children does not. We all have the same opportunity to trust God and do it afraid, no matter what our unique situation may be. And we should keep going forward, even if our knees shake occasionally, and we get some butterflies in our stomachs, right? I was once very overwhelmed and stressed out and felt like I had to be busy all of the time right? There was no rest at all in that. And to me, coming into relationship with God was relieving me of all the things that never served me. It was discovering what real freedom actually is, right? When you have gone through different situations, you know, abuse, grief, disappointment, uh, unmet expectations, right? Just so many things, addictions, so many things. When you've overcome these things and then you encounter God who meets you in that, you can't even imagine how your life will change. But your life will be so much better if you stay on board with God and let him take the lead. 
Sure, fear will rear its ugly head frequently, but all you need to remember is that God is with you and you can do it even if you have to do it afraid. There's a great quote by Anne Hutchinson. It says this, but now having seen who him, who, which is invisible, I fear not what man can do to me. But now having seen him, which is invisible, I fear not what man can do unto me. So powerful. So here's a story. Um, I'll just keep it anonymous, but here's a story of an example. Don't be afraid to step out, okay? Fear was common in the atmosphere at my 17-year-old corporate job because layoffs occurred every few years. I thought of leaving many times, but I was too afraid to make a change. As the years went by, I became restless. I was uninterested in and unfulfilled by the work I was doing. My job no longer fit me. And a nagging question grew in my heart. God, what do you want me to do with my life? He gave me clear instruction to leave the company and open the door wide. I had to make the decision to walk through it. Was I afraid? You bet. I was terrified to go into the abyss of the unknown. What kind of job was I to look for? What if I didn't find a job soon? What about the bills? After all, God never said when my new opportunity would come or what it would be. He simply said, trust me. During the fear-filled waiting time, I discovered a television program about faith and watched it daily. Many times I kept hearing, do it afraid. I felt empowered with a new mindset that God was changing me and that fear was being pruned from my personality. After three years and 10 months, because I was counting, <laughs> God left, led me out of the waiting room to my new opportunity, six states and 11 hours away from my hometown. Before I'd been fearful of traveling to a job interview site, much closer to home than that. This time I was supernaturally unafraid. I found that the bigger I let God be in my life, the smaller my fear became until it was gone. Instead, the day I packed my car and drove away, I was filled with excitement, not fear, at the newness, hope, and expectancy of this adventure. I was doing it and no longer afraid. So my encouragement to you today is that you got to step out and find out on what God is asking you to step out on. He says, trust me. And if he is leading you into a place that you know he is leading you into, that's what you trust. I trust God what you said. I trust what your word says. I trust how you've been preparing me and guiding me. I trust that this is my next step. I trust that you, beyond logic and reasoning, I trust you at your word. I trust you because you are the one that is trustworthy. You are faithful. You are good. And as I step out and leap, you will meet me in that step and in that leap. You will provide. Just like you're providing the way, you will provide the resource. You will provide the blueprints, the strategies. You will provide the divine connections. You will provide just like you provided right now and showed me the way and told me to walk in it. You will provide everything that's necessary for that journey. And I choose to trust you. I choose to trust you. So I repent for not trusting you. I repent for not depending on you. I repent for trying to go my own way and lean on my own understanding. I repent for wandering. I repent for wavering, God, and I recommit myself to you. I put my trust in you. My help, my hope, my trust are in you, God. Show me what you've got. Guide and establish my steps. I say yes to you, your will, and your way in Jesus' name. All right, my encouragement is to step out and find out what God has for you this year. I have a few things that some of you might know about that you can get plugged into. One of those things is 
the Courage Co. Masterclass Training Bundle. We've called this the Holiday Bundle. This has been amazing. So if you've heard about these different masterclasses and challenges that we've done all throughout the year, we did record them. We did. (laughs) And we've got all of the notes for them. And we've bundled it all together. And you can go back and listen to these on demand. You can also ask questions about the content as you're working through it because this isn't a live space. This isn't just you know, a course that you get, you get it and forget it kind of a thing. Like this is something that you can be a part of and continue to get supported in. So we've bundled that together for the holidays at a special holiday price. You can get the entire bundle for a year. There's also over 45 (laughs) different testimonies and interviews that will bless you. So when you're in a moment when you need a message like this, but like deep, real talk stuff, when you need to just dive in and fill up your cup, this is essentially an entire year of training on demand. So I would encourage you to invest in that. Uh, The price is going up next year, but for now you can get it at the holiday bundle price. So explore that. The link for that is in the show notes below, or you can go to www.courageco.org. We also have the VIP God's Vibes Mastermind. This is the infamous mastermind. Like there's no limit to what God does in there. This is something that you can plug into. It is 30% off. The mastermind is designed to be three months to really activate you, right? It's, It's to go deep with God, to heal, to find wholeness, to get clarity, to establish a firm foundation, right? To, to learn who you are in God, how to activate your authority, how to co-create with God, how to maximize your influence and your creative capacity with God. It is so powerful. You get the Courage Go Masterclass bundle for free when you join the mastermind. So that's just a bonus. You get two bonus courses in there as well. Lots of journal prompts, meditations, visualizations, coaching prompts, so many things. And there's weekly live coaching. So once you get in there, you've got a whole year to just get coached and to grow with God. That is a beautiful gift that you give yourself, or you could sew into that program and give that to somebody else. We often offer scholarships to folks. So if you want to sew into that and bless somebody's life, that's also something that you can do if you're looking for a way to do that. And then lastly, well, we also have the 30 Days of Faith Walking. It's a faith walking program. So that's a great course that you can be a part of. All these things are at www.courageco.org. And the final thing that we have is the Spirit Driven Success Life Coach Certification Program. So this is the final day to apply, depending on when you're hearing about it. But if you submit an application, uh, you might still have an opportunity to get in. So submit that. (laughs) The link to submit that is below and get plugged in get plugged in. You can keep listening to the podcast. You can join weekly small groups or prayer calls in the Courage Co. community that are free, and you can dive deeper and definitely get a return on your investment, right? Like we get the returns that we invest in. That's just what it is. You get what you put into it. That's truly what it always is. So invest in yourself. You are your greatest investment. If you have any questions about any of that, we're happy to answer them. You can email the team info at julianapage.com. But I encourage you, get the support you need. Invest in yourself. Leap. Leap. It's so true. Leap in the net will appear. And trust in God, not in what you see, not in what you feel, not in what people say. Trust in God and take that leap. All right, everybody. I hope this message blessed you. Until next time, stay blessed. 
Listen, if you are not plugged into Courage Co. yet, what are you doing? Courage Co. is a faith-based community off social media that you can access from your phone or your desktop, literally from anywhere. It is a safe place and a sacred space for you to invest in and live your most courageous and impactful story. You can join us for free for prayer calls and challenges, for a monthly subscription where we have monthly masterclasses, or the God's Vibes Mastermind, where you will get live master life coaching at a price that you won't get anywhere else, 12 weeks of content that we will go through together, or you can navigate at your own pace. You'll have lifetime access to that, a community of women doing this alongside of you, a workbook, and so many other materials to help you on your journey. And I just want you to imagine for a second, having the courage, clarity, and focus to achieve anything you desire. Walking into any situation, fully confident, knowing you have everything you need to succeed. Embracing challenges and overcoming obstacles with grace and ease. Feeling only love and compassion for others, no matter how they may have hurt you in the past. Standing up for what you believe in and taking unstoppable action to create the kind of world you want to live in. You're in the right place to take your next step on your journey. When you plug into the God's Vibes Mastermind, I'll teach you how to identify and eliminate the self-limiting beliefs and habits that are stopping you from getting the results you want. I'll teach you how to heal old wounds that have negatively impacted your self-image and self-esteem for far too long. I'll show you how to dismantle the story of who you are and what you can or cannot do in the world. I'll help you expand your consciousness from fear-based limitation to love and compassion and service to the world. I'll help you vanquish the inner enemies that are stopping you from being all that you can be. Release your victimhood and reclaim your power. Develop a aligned mindset and habits to boost your productivity and results. Gain deeper awareness of your own inner light and divinity and achieve the physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual self-mastery needed to achieve any goal. You will learn how to think the way God formed, shaped, and anointed you to think and succeed the way he always intended and show up in any situation as the most powerful person in the room, no matter what challenges might appear on your path. If this sounds like something that you want to be a part of, I want to invite you to join the God's Vibes Mastermind. You can get plugged into it over at Courage Co. You can access Courage Co. at any level at www.courageco.org. Together, we will awaken your inner warrior spirit and unleash your capacity to achieve any goal you can imagine. You will become an example of what's possible with God.